WBAI in New York. Stay tuned now for Housing Notebook. Notebook here on WBAI in New York. My name is Scott Somer. I'm with the Metropolitan Council on Housing, New York City's oldest tenant union. If you need help with a housing problem, give Met Council a call at 212-979-0611. That's 212-979-0611, Monday or Wednesday from 1.30 to 8 p.m. and Friday from 1.30 to 5 p.m. And we can get you involved in the struggle for decent, affordable housing help you uh, go get on up to Albany to fight for uh, other tenant protections or other things that are important to the tenant community at large. Get you over to City Hall on the steps there to do a rally or whatever and wherever else we are. And, of course, contact our legislators in Washington. Met Council is a membership organization. You can find out more about Met Council on the web at www.metcouncilonhousing.org. That's www.metcouncilonhousing.org is the, f- the website. And on there you can find our newspaper and fact sheets and other advice. And you can also join Met Council because like WBAI, it's a membership organization. And if you want to be on our list for activists, you can uh, send us an email at active at metcouncilonhousing.org. 
and we'll throw you on the list, get you the updates, and you know, we don't give out your information. So right, your info is safe with us. I'm at councilonhousing.org, and we're also on Facebook, and we tweet. Um, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, and I am on Twitter as well, at Scott M. Somer, S-C-O-T-T-M-S-O-M-M-E-R, S-C-O-T-T-M-S-O-M-M-E-R, everything from about the program to other stuff. Got to pick up the tweeting again. I do a little more tweeting than I have been. Not that anyone cares what I think, but anyway, why not? <laughs> and I always find it curious as to like who actually retweets you or follows you all of a sudden. People, I am being followed by the voice of Siri. A ver it's a verified Twitter handle. The voice of Siri is following me. So uh, I don't have an iPhone. Speaking of iPhones, you might have seen that the uh, government's dropped its case against Apple because it forgot how to hack into that phone. That'll be an interesting story. All right, and this radio station, this show comes to you over WBAI each week at WBAI.org on the web and 99.5 FM here in the New York area. And at WBAI.org, WBAI.org, you can listen to past programs. You can download programs that you may have missed. You can also become a WBAI buddy. A WBAI buddy is someone who is... Supporting the station with a monthly contribution, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. What can you afford? And you become a buddy of the station. You, uh, more of those that we get, the uh, less time we'll have to spend on the air fundraising. And that would be good for the programming and good for you and good for the programmers. So become a WBAI buddy. Click on the donate link on WBAI.org and pledge your support in support of Housing Notebook New York City's Longest running, probably, oldest tenant rights program, um, and the only citywide one that we know of. Let's see. What else we got for you here? We will not be here next week. Next week, uh, from 7 to 9 p.m., Ken and Mimi are going to have their annual uh, special commemorating the uh, loss of Dr. Martin Luther King. April 4th was the day he was assassinated while on the picket lines down there in Memphis. Not at the picket line at the moment of assassination, but that's why he was in Memphis. The sanitation strike, and that is uh, going to be next Monday from 7 to 9 p.m. So we will not be here. It's always a really good program that they put together, and I encourage you to listen and tune in on that day. Vajra will be here in two weeks on the 11th, and then I'll personally be back with you on the 18th. So remember, next week we're preempted for a special, which I hope you'll listen to from 7 to 9 p.m. with Ken and Mimi. Then Vajra will be here on the 11th, and I'll be back personally with you on the 18th and let's see the rent guidelines board yes let's tell you about those the rent guidelines board those uh guidelines are still in effect for leases that expire through the end of september that would be the rent freeze so if you have a one if your lease expires between now and your rent stabilized between now and the end of september and your lease expires well then the uh you have the option of taking a rent freeze for a 0% rent increase for a one-year lease. And if you want to take a two-year lease, why? I don't know. It would be a 2% increase. Now, the guidelines, of course, will be revisited this spring, and we'll be talking about it more as we head into probably April and May and June. And that will be a big time for organizing again for the tenant community as we are going to hopefully try to get that freeze renewed or get a rollback. Wouldn't that be something? But I'm sure the landlords are going to be out there in huge force this time. Huge. 
because they, uh, of course, as well, will not want to see another rent freeze, and we will. So uh, stay tuned for that battle. It's another reason why you should be signing up at MetCouncilOnHousing.org to be on our activist list, active at MetCouncilOnHousing.org. Send us an email. That is where you need to be. And it is 808 in the evening here in New York. You're tuned to listen to sponsor WBAI. It is March 28th. We are still in the midst of the heat season, which means it is time for the tenants weather report. weather report let's give you the attendance weather report from now through the end of may from now through the end of may when it is between 6 a.m and 10 p.m when it is below 55 degrees outside it should be at least 68 degrees inside your apartment from 6 a.m to 10 p.m when it's below 55 outside it should be at least 68 degrees inside your apartment from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. when it's below 40 degrees outside, it should be at least 55 degrees indoors. 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. below 40 degrees outside, it should be at least 55 degrees inside your apartment. You should get hot water at 120 degrees Fahrenheit at all times. It is currently 42 degrees in New York. 42 degrees in New York, which means it should be at least 50, 68 degrees inside your apartment. It's going to dip down to 39 tonight, so there might be some heat overnight. Tomorrow, a high of 50, a low of 34. By the way, we're in the middle of a wind advisory. Wind gusts up to 50 miles an hour between now and 6 p.m. tomorrow. And then Wednesday, a high of 55 and a low of 44. So it's almost April. It's spring, but, you know, that's why the heat low is around until the end of May. It's not getting the right amount of heat and or hot water or you need any other repairs, you should call New York City's Central Complaint Bureau at 311 Make a complaint, but also go to metcouncilonhousing.org and check out the fact sheets and download the one about heat and hot water and get a heat sheet so you can keep track of your landlord's bad behavior. And, of course, call Met Council and organize a tenant association in your building, 212-979-0611. That's 212-979-0611. You pay a lot of money for your rent. Get the services you're entitled to. We're going to be right back with our guest. Stay tuned. Don't do no good. Coal in the boiler. No good. Oil in the burner. No good. Cold. No hot gas. Yes, yes, yes. Come on, Union. Get hot.
You're tuned to Housing Notebook here on WBAI in New York. My name is Scott Somer. I'm with the Metropolitan Council on Housing. And joining us on the phone this evening is Jessica Wisniewski, who is the Legislative and Campaign Campaigns Director for Citizen Action of New York. Good evening, Jess. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing good. That's great. And I will disclose uh, right off the bat that I am a member of the Board of Citizen Action for New York, so... Uh, in the uh, full fairness, the listeners should know that. <laughs> and uh, but Jess is joining us tonight because she is one of the leaders uh, in the mobilization in the fight for 15. As uh, you may recall, uh, Governor Cuomo uh, announced uh, what was it the Mario Cuomo campaign for economic justice? Is that the, did I get the name right? Mario Cuomo campaign for economic justice. Right. <laughs> That, that is, you know, named after his father. I did get it right. And, uh, you know, which is a nice thing. Um, nice homage to his dad. But, um, you know, uh, in, in, I guess, you know, in order to try to motivate, I guess, and get us all to a $15 minimum wage here in uh, New York, uh, what was the governor's proposal? And then let's, you know, we'll fast forward to where we are at this point. What was the governor's initial proposal here? The governor's proposal um – was the same, uh, a same timeline to 15 all across New York State that was enacted last June, actually, as a part of the fast food wage board. You might remember last spring we were doing public hearings. The governor had called a wage board to study and research and then uh, give a recommendation on what fast food workers in New York State um, should be making. And that was after, you know, of course, now quite a few years of organizing by fast food workers going on strikes, starting down there in New York City, but then in Albany, Rochester, Buffalo, uh, and all across the country. And so at the end of the wage board process, um, the timeline for fast food was New York City by the end of 2018 would get to 15 with some increments in between. And then the rest of the state and was um, not until 2021 but that all fast food workers would get to 15 by then. And so when the governor um, decided to go full on to raise the minimum wage for all workers, it was on the, his proposal was the t- same time frame. So that's what the governor's proposal was, and, and the assembly has changed that up and made it even better in their one-house assembly bill. And, and what, is, what is the assembly proposal? The, well, the assembly added on... Um, Long Island and Westchester, the the two Long Island counties and Westchester, to be on a quicker time frame. So New York City would go, and in the Assembly's version, when New York City got to 15, so did Long Island and the suburbs, and then again the rest of the state by 2021. And so now we're in the process of, and of course the state Senate in their one-house budget, uh, the Republican majority did nothing on minimum wage. Uh, some of them have been adamantly opposed. Um, others have been open to some kind of wage increase. And here we are literally in the final, what could be hours of negotiation. And last week, even the week before, rumors started flying around how New York City and the suburbs, that made sense, get them to 15 pretty quickly in the next, you know, three to four years. 
but then there were rumors of upstate being way left behind with either a lower rate, not quite 15, or a very long phase-in. Some, you know, retail association was talking 10 years. Uh, and so Citizen Action, of course, has a, a good size base in quite a few upstate cities um, and has been pushing back uh, since last week when that those rumors really started to fly. And, you know, tonight the reports are saying that upstate Assembly Democrats are really, you know, fighting for to make sure upstate New York uh, is a part of this fight for 15 and gets to 15 as soon as possible. You know, it's funny. We talk about, you know, the fight for 15 and moving to $15, and, of course, which really would be great because the minimum wage in New York is currently $9 an hour, I believe. Did I get that yeah. right? Um, which yep. is, and this, this, the federal minimum wage is still, um, what, seven twenty five, I believe. I believe so. I believe so. But, you know, when we talk about $15 an hour, if you work full time, 52 hours a week at, uh, 52 hours, 52 weeks a year, 40 hours a week, that's $31,200. Nobody is getting rich yeah. on $15 an hour. And this whole upstate downstate dichotomy about when to phase it in, or maybe if upstate shouldn't even get to 15 is really just kind of amazingly and, and outrageous because it's not like someone in Rochester or Syracuse or one of the rural counties is going to be a you know living like uh, Donald Trump at fifteen dollars an hour. Oh yeah, I mean you're absolutely right. National Employment Law Project, uh, who has done a lot of the policy support um, for for the effort around the country, uh, did a study that shows by 2021. Pretty much in, anywhere in New York State, doesn't matter how rural, um, you need to make more than $15 an hour by 2021 just to meet basic needs, food, transportation, rent, real basics, as a, as a single individual. Now add a, one child for that single individual, and it shoots up into 20s and, and 30, you know, $30 an hour just to make ends meet anywhere in the state. So you're, and you know, it's the other real concern we have for upstate is we, you know, not leaving the upstate economy behind because of, you know, it's really easy to get to. Obviously, we need to do this for our families, for workers. It's a moral obligation. We need to lift people out of poverty, and this will be a step in that direction. But it's also good for the economy when more people have money to spend in small businesses on Main Street. That money goes right back into our communities, and that's why we've been fighting so hard to make this happen altogether. I, you know, I think it's really, I don't want to dismiss, I'm worried about upstate. Don't get me wrong, and we're going to fight till the end to make sure that we're included. Um, but I think we're going to get there, and I think you're going to see, it certainly sounds like we're going to see uh, all of New York City and the suburbs, uh, a good chunk of the workforce, definitely get 15 in the next few years. Now, California beat us out. They came out with the deal uh, that they struck um, out there for 15 statewide by 2022. Um, and I hope New York can do better in the next few hours. We'll show that, Jerry Brown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Governor Moonbeam. But the um, back in the day when I remember, I remember when I went to college in Albany, he actually was running for president and he came and campaigned in Albany. It was a uh, kind of exciting. Wow. Yeah, it was a big deal. But, uh, we heard it, a rumor that Bernie might be in Albany soon. We're like, of course he'd come to Albany. It's a very important place. Absolutely. Why wouldn't he get big Democrat? It's huge, huge. Yeah. My brother, <laughs> my brother from Brooklyn. Um, but the, um, 
just to break it down to the rent context for people, just to show you, I mean, you know, why 15 is so critical and why we can't give ground on it is, as we said, it's 31,200 bucks a year. If you use the federal standard of that, you should, shouldn't be spending more than a, a third of your income towards rent. I'm not even, I'm going to go 33%. It's $10,000 a year towards rent. And that breaks that and change. It breaks down to a rent of $858 a month. In New York City, in the five boroughs and then in the Burbs, in Nassau, Suffolk, Westchester, Rockland, you're not finding that apartment, the $858 apartment. The, you know, and, I, and I venture upstate, there's probably a lot of places that are not that cheap to rent as well. And then upstate, you often have to take care of your own heat and fuel and whatever. So it's, uh, that's right. You know, it's like this 50, it's really critical. In fact, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you're on top of all this stuff, but isn't it true that if the minimum wage had been paced with inflation all these years, it actually would be $15 now? Um, certainly by – depends on who calculates it, but certainly by 2021 it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it depends on when you start, um, but it certainly would be way higher. What we know is that for 40 years now, wages have stayed flat, Right as CEO salaries have, have skyrocketed to, you know, 800 sometimes, what a, you know, a, a, a line worker makes, right? And I, I just wanted to and, and by say... By the way, just say, you're, you're, not, you're not exaggerating that. It really is 800 times. It is like some aspect. No, it really is 836 times. I don't want people to think you're actually giving all that, you know, how we illustrate something with some served number. It really is. It used to be like 40 times, and now it's like 800 times. That's real. So just people that's know that. real. And, and that's why everything is going up. I can't tell you how many times people say, oh, but then, you know, a gallon of milk is going to cost me $25 if the minimum wage is 15. No, like all the prices are already going up every single day. You pay more for everything else, especially rent. It's wages that have stayed stagnant. And that's why you, you see the movement building to not just raise the minimum wage here in New York, but all across the country, um, the the workers who, you know, and just to really put a fine point on your point about not being able to afford housing, one of the um, Citizen Action does uh, some of the organizing for Fight for 15 Fast Food. And one of our first fast food worker leaders, um, this wonderful woman, has her and her husband have been staying in a week-to-week hotel for many years now, paying out however many hundreds of dollars. Uh, to do that. She hasn't been able, we have helped, you know, everybody has um, been helping to find her more reliable apartment. The problem has been saving the first month's rent and second month's rent and security deposit. And so even though she could have find something that's slightly less money and a better living situation, uh, if you are struggling on $9 an hour, you can't do it all and you can't find good housing because of things like security deposits. Uh, and so that's the kind of, you know, thing people are dealing with every single day. Another one of our fast food worker leaders lives with two other single moms and like eight children in a two-bedroom apartment up in Albany. It's expensive. Uh, so to your housing point, uh, you got it right on. And if you're just tuning in, this is Housing Notebook here on WBAI. We're chatting with Jessica Wisniewski, who is the Legislative and Campaigns Director of Citizen Action of New York, which is a statewide advocacy organization. We're talking about the minimum wage fight. And so, obviously, the governor put out his program to get the, you know, and the assembly has their program out, which would get, you know, a large chunk of the state 
to uh, 15 bucks by 2018 and the rest of the state by 2021. But now there's been like newspaper reports about, you know, maybe it should be 13. Maybe we should, like, you know, screw the farm workers and not let them have to, you know, not, not raise it to 15 for farm workers because the, I was up in Albany recently in the Farm Bureau. They were out there in force lobbying against it. So, I mean, what's what's some of those machinations that are going on there? What's some of the perversions that may come out in the deal if it gets announced as, as part of the budget? This doesn't have to be done on budget, but they're trying to. So what's some of the machinations we're trying to fight away here? Sure. Well, let me start by saying I have to say Governor Cuomo, who we haven't often agreed with, right? We agree on some issues. We disagree on other issues has been a really strong advocate for this. He wants it. Not only did he did he name the campaign after his late father, but he toured the state giving really impassioned speeches that any of us could have written about how important this is. And so there you know, he really wants this. Carl Hasty too, Speaker Hasty of the Assembly put out a fifteen dollar bill last legislative session before it became popular to do so. Uh, and so he really wants this, too. So we've got two powerful, strong advocates uh, and uh, fighting for this right now. Uh, it's it's now all about staying strong till the very end to get 15 for everyone. Um, the, farm, the farm workers have been really interesting. I don't think there was talk last week, late in the week, about exempting farm workers, but everyone across the board, including the Farm Bureau, understands that we can't exempt them. These are folks who work really hard out in the sun all day. You have to pay them more than the minimum wage or they'll just go find a job indoors. Um, and so in order to keep that labor market uh, and keep those employees on farms, we're all, you know, farm workers already make well over the minimum wage. They average about twelve fifty an hour in New York State. So I don't think we'll see an exemption. I certainly hope not because it really makes no economic sense. I think everybody agrees. It is the case, though, that dairy farms, some farms that can't control their pricing, that don't, you know, can only make so much, um, they're talking about doing some kind of help, right? Also, very, very small mom-and-pop businesses, kind of like the Obamacare, Obamacare tax credits, you might remember, that help people ease into it. In California, they gave an extra year. Now, I don't think it's going to be that tough, and I believe very deeply that the more money we have in the economy, the more businesses are going to thrive. That's the kind of results we're seeing out of places like Seattle, who are on their way to 15. Um, but it's possible that because of the Republican senators who are taking the more conservative approach, uh, you might see some special tax breaks or something for, like, I hope, only small and mid-sized family farms um, and mom-and-pop businesses, not what the Business Council wants, which is, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in tax breaks for large business as a part of this deal. Are they talking about some kind of, like, Walmart training wage again? Is that what they're pushing the Business Council? Um. You know, there's you've you've heard it all. We we kind of heard the rumors about a training wage, and RWDSU and many others put in a lot of energy to kind of, uh, you know, get that out of the picture, off the table. I hope that's true. I don't think we'll see that, um, but you never know. Like anything's possible in Albany, and I'm an optimist, Scott, and I know everybody's really fighting hard, uh, but. You know, who knows? It, there could be exemptions. There could be 
There could be a training wage. Um, there certainly is going to be tax breaks of some kind. Uh, we can only hope that they're targeted toward the people who actually need them most. Yeah, and just one one more point on the farm workers. When we talk about farm workers, people have to remember farm workers in New York State, they don't have a Bill of Rights, and they don't have the right to organize. Yeah. They cannot be in Yeah, unions, it would you know. be a real tragedy if they were somehow left behind, the workers themselves, because they are already it is already so unjust, mm-hmm. their working condition. So I just a little bit uh, pointed to on the politics here because we are in an interesting moment here in New York. There is a special election for a Republican state Senate, current a former Republican state Senate seat that's now vacant, the seat out on Long Island, which used to be held by the now convicted felon Dean Skelos, uh, former majority. I like saying that, now convicted felon Dean Skelos, the uh, former majority leader of the state Senate, who will be going to jail, actually. Uh, so, well, they, we think he's getting sentenced in a few weeks. But anyway, the dynamics, I mean, there's a very hotly contested race there. Long Island is a little more moderate than some of the upstate Republicans, maybe. And are the Senate Republicans concerned that if they don't do something on the minimum wage, that it could push votes towards the Democrats? You know, I, they have all the reason to be concerned, not, over the, not, even, not only because of that politics, but because this is tremendously popular in the electorate. Voters want to see over 60% statewide. I think the last poll is actually 65% statewide. Uh, want agree a 15, with a $15 hour minimum wage. And the Senate Republicans know that. They're going to be not only trying to win the seat out on Long Island in a few weeks, but then all of them are facing re-election in November. And just like paid family leave, another hot issue right now that I hope we see passed um, in, the, in the coming days, these are very popular issues because we, you know, working families and working people are feeling the crunch, and we know these needs need to be met. And in a state like New York, we we should be able to do that. And the Senate Republicans are feeling that. And so they know their voters want this. With the added political pressure of that, of that seat open on Long Island, uh, with a very strong anti-corruption candidate running, um, I do think that he is on. Because the governor, you know, also is a very powerful political character, uh, has a huge war chest, and can, you know, endorse, not endorse, help, not help uh, the Senate Republicans retain power or lose power. Um, so, you know, hey, that's why I do politics. It's a great, it can, it can, that kind of power can, can wield tremendously powerful results for working people in New York. And a $15 minimum wage would be a great result. I, I just have, since we are talking about Governor Cuomo and how good he's been on this, I just have to say, you know, I have the screen up here in the computer, and he just tweeted out, happy Andrew Cuomo just tweeted out, happy 30th birthday to at Lady Gaga, a true New Yorker and friend, with a picture of himself with Lady Gaga, who is, maybe we should get her on this campaign, because she's been known to weigh in politically on stuff. We get her to tweet something about uh, raising the minimum wage in New York. That would be a big boost. But uh, if she wants, That would be awesome. If she wants to thank the governor for the birthday greetings, she should <laughs> tweet about and support of the House 15 wage. statewide Governor Cuomo. Right. <laughs> so let me ask you just a last question here about Governor Cuomo. I mean, he's obviously been like on message, been pushing it all. But, you know, many times Governor Cuomo has like gone out on message way out front. Really great. You know, the women's equality bill and all these other things. And then like in the end, he... Play, you feel like you've been played. I mean, are we worried about that? 
Um, a lot of people at, in my organization would say yes, we're worried, right? I do believe, Scott, that we're going to see a $15 minimum wage in New York Cer- somewhere. Uh, everywhere is what I'm worried about. Um, so, you know, I, I can only hope for the best. And know that it's not only Governor Cuomo, but the Assembly Democrats who are fighting hard and all of the relentless campaign work of a really tremendous coalition of labor and community groups will get the best results possible. And we've been chatting with Jess Wisniewski from Citizen Action of New York. What can people do between now and, like, the next few days when they'll probably announce some deal? What's the best way? Should they be calling the governor's office? Should they be, like, the legislators? What do you recommend people do? I would, I would definitely, if you're, well, your listenership is in New York City, I would definitely log a call to Marty Golden, um, and Simka Felder, two senators, um, and, and Lanza from out in Staten Island, the three kind of, the three, the senators from, from New York City that are conferencing with the Republicans definitely need to hear from New York City folks that this is necessary, um, and then call your state assembly member, um, and, and tell them you're counting on them to come through. Uh, they're pretty committed, but as you said, you can get played and it can all fall apart in the end. Mm-hmm. So we're just piling on the, the pressure uh, in the next few hours and days. Um, and then get online. Get on social media. Go check out citizenactionny.org. Um, RaiseTheWageNY.org is also a, a great resource full of information, fact sheets, uh, sign the petition. You can take direct action off of Citizen Action's website uh, and just put in your zip code and go ahead and email your state senator and assembly member uh, to let them know that you are one of the many, many who is going to be really angry with them if we don't get 15 statewide at the end of this budget process. I, I did that myself off of org just last week. And we actually reach our signal actually makes it out of New York City and we're on the web. So if you're anywhere in New York and you're hearing us, or you have family in New York, you know, get on that citizenactionny.org website and, you know, follow up on the minimum wage stuff there and click on the links and uh, send a message to your legislators and, uh, you know, send one to the governor, the whole firm as well. You can go to his website. Um, just, just Google Governor Andrew Cuomo. Jess, I want to thank you a lot for taking some uh, time out of the evening to give us the latest, and I'm sure you'll fill us in as things happen. Cool. Thanks, Scott. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And you are listening to Housing Notebook here on WBAI in New York. We've been ch- we were just chatting with Jessica Wisniewski, the legislative and campaigns director for Citizen Action of New York, and we were talking about the uh, fight for fifteen up in Albany, trying to get that fifteen dollar minimum wage and putting it in that rent context. It is not living high in the hog. That been only under the regular standard federal guidelines afford you a rent of eight hundred and fifty eight dollars a month if you were paying the one third that everyone says you should be paying. It is 8.35 in the evening here in New York, almost 8.36. We have time for your phone calls. It's 718-780-8888. That's 718-780-8888. I have other things to talk about, but why don't we just open the phones instead if you want. And if you have comments or questions and need help with a housing problem, that's 718-780-8888. And we will start taking your calls right after this. I'm going to tell you a story about the house that blew. 
I had a good job showing up for five long years. Lord have mercy. The old landlady was so lovey-dovey for five long years. She was so nice and kind in every way. Every Friday evening I come home with my paycheck. She smiled. She was so lovey-dovey. My meals on time. My bath water be ready. Everything be ready. It rocked on. One Friday evening I come home. I the landlady. She said, "What, Johnny?" I done lost my job. She said, what? I done lost my job. And I began to notice then, when I come home in the evening time, she wouldn't smile, acting all sad, acting what's wrong, so I ain't feeling good. I said, Lord, how much that? It rocked on. One Friday evening I come in She said, where you been? I've been looking for a job I said, you ain't been trying to find no job I said, yes I am And she told me The other evening she passed by She saw me on the corner Leaning against a post I said, I guess my feet was tired Been walking all day I'm tired, I just can't find no job She said, yeah I want my rent I said I ain't got no job It rocked on I go across the street To a friend of mine He had been so lovey-dovey to me for so long And I told him I said hey He said what Johnny I done lost my job. He said, yeah. I said, I want to stay here for a little while until I can get a job. He said, I don't know. Let me go upstairs to see my wife, you know. He goes upstairs. He comes back down. He said, you know what? You know, she looks funny. I said, yeah, and you funny too. Everybody funny. When you ain't got no money, when you run out of money, everybody funny with you. Then I go back towards the streets, you know. Back to the old landlady. I'm gonna fool her, you know, to, to get my clothes out the house. I said, hey. She said, what? I got a job. She said, yeah, yeah. She said, show up, show up. I said, yeah. When you start to work? I said, oh, baby, I start tomorrow. She said, oh, yeah, you hungry? I said, yeah. She goes to the store, you know. I rush upstairs to get my clothes out. She's talking about the front rent. She'll get nothing. She'll get the back rent and they'll get none of it. I'm gone. And we're back. This is Housing Notebook on WBAI in New York. That was John Lee Hooker, House Rent Blues. I'm gone. 718-780-8888. That's 718-780-8888 is the phone number. If you have comments, need help with a housing problem, Let's uh, take the first call. Hello, you're on the Housing Notebook. You're on the air. Hello. Yeah, follow me, you Okay, get life. Hello, you're on the Housing Notebook. You're on the air. 
Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Are we just talking about the uh, 15 an hour, or can I ask about mold in my apartment? Of course you can. Okay. Um, I um, <clears throat> am in a rent-stabilized apartment in Manhattan. My question is, can I... Um, is the landlord required to remove any mold that he may find uh, by cer- are there certain guidelines like as for example asbestos removal you have to do it a certain way or can he just do it any old way uh, can you be more specific is there an issue you're having with your landlord or you just want to know up front um, I, they haven't gone in yet but I feel pretty sure there will be mold I want to be prepared Ahead of time, with you know, armed with knowledge. Okay. Um, well, they. I mean, they have to abate it. They just can't like you know. I know. Paint over or anything like that. Yes, so, I, I mean, know it's, that. Yeah, it's like if they have to go in there, they have to like you know replace. You know, if they may. You know, there are various ways to do it. I'm not expert on it. So I'm not going to. But there are if various. If they go here, here's the here's okay. my concern. They they go in with hammers and the mold slides all over my apartment. That's what I don't want to happen. There are special companies companies that specialize in mold removal, and they have very strict guidelines. I just you've why, never heard of any why, any requirements no, like no, that. No, 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 I'm sure there are. But I'm asking why you was why you was. I'm just curious. Is the, you you know you have mold, or you think you're going to find mold? I, it would be a miracle if I didn't. This is a leak of about five years standing that they've never fixed. It keeps coming back, and they've never really fixed it. Oh, so and now it seems to have spread into the common area, into the hall, the ceiling hall, the hallway ceiling. And they're going to open up your wall and stuff and ceiling. I guess I don't know. There, there, there's. Who knows? Right. But I just want it when when they come and say, I want the mold out, of course, if there is mold, and I want somebody to figure out if there is mold to check it out. But if they find mold, do you, have you ever heard of any requirements as to how the methods they use in removing, abating the mold? I am not going to profess to be expert on it. What I would say on a general rule of thumb they would have to do it in a professional workmanlike manner, meaning if there's, yeah. you know, if they need to like put up. <laughs> No, I'm just telling you, I mean, I'm just, obviously, if they're going to just come in and, like, you know, rip open your wall and leave it open, you know, whatever, without, like, putting any, you know, plastic heavy sheeting up to contain the work area or whatever, I mean, you know, I would uh-huh. raise objections. I think probably what might good thing to do is I would contact, you know, you might want to look on nyc.gov, and I wouldn't be surprised, I would not shock me to see if, uh, and I'll try to do that during the program if I can, but, you know, there's probably something on either the HPD, the Buildings Department, or Board of Health websites. I would just do search it to see if Board of any... Health? You mean Department of Health? The Department of Health. Yeah, right. yeah. the dating, city probably? Dating, dating myself, Board of Health. The, uh, <laughs> the, um, I, remember as a kid okay. go, I remember as a kid going to get my uh, smallpox shot at the Board of Health in Brooklyn <laughs> building. But, um, yeah, but if you go to nyc.gov and just Google mold removal, I wouldn't, you know, you might That's a actually, good idea. I mean, actually, I just, I before, I wanted to ask you before I got into all these yeah, yeah. 5,000 agencies that each, you know, tell you to go to the other agency, I wanted to ask you if you had had any personal or, or professional experience. I'm actually, I'm actually funny, I'm typing it right now as we speak. I'm on the nyc.gov website and I'm typed in gold mold removal in the search engine and we'll see what it pops up there. But, um... You know, whether they are, yep, let's see, mold, guidelines for assessment and remediation. Here you go. First, hey. first search thing. Let's, now I'm curious. We're going to just do this live on the air. And you, your, 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 your keywords were mold removal? Mold removal. And where and NYC. mold? NYC.gov. Yeah, NYC.gov. They have a little search engine on the right there. Uh-huh, and I just right. typed in mold removal. And, and then there's how can it be, how can I safely clean mold in my home? What does my landlord have to do? Yay. So there's stuff in here. So I would say start, and it says here about the landlord. 
Must keep your building in good condition. Yes, we know that. If you have mold, more than 10 square feet, it keeps coming back after you have it cleaned, ask you to fix the problem. More than 10 square feet. <laughs> I know. There's probably there's mold guidelines for assessment re- and remediation. There's a PDF. Okay. So all just right. all the stuff there. All right? Good. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Let's take another call. 718-780-8888. Hello. You're on Housing Notebook. I found a 25-page document now on mold removal. I'm going to – it's called – Guidelines on assessment and remediation of fungi fungi in indoor environments. All right. Anyway, to the new caller. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, how, how are, are you? you? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I hear you fine. You need to turn on your radio. So. Already done. Okay. Um, what do you know about uh, Judge Went in the uh, Manhattan Housing Court? Uh, Trial part, part X. Uh, all I will say is that actually when I was a law student <laughs> back in the day, I actually worked at the law firm where he was a partner before he was a judge. And uh, obviously I've not been in touch with Judge Went uh, in many, many years, although I did appear in front of him a few times. But uh, he he was always a very fair and good tenant judge. I don't know uh, what your experience has been. Right. I, I have um, an appearance in a week and a half. I wanted to know what I was in for. Let me ask you something. Uh, well, I would say, mayor... uh, let me let me caution you. Let me give you some advice. I don't know what yes. your case is about, but I would say make sure you have all your documents. You know, Make sure you're prepared and ready. Make sure you – I would do a little outline of what you want to say, what your points you need to make. Is it a non-payment case or a holdover? Holdover. Okay. And if you want to say on the air what are the grounds for the holdover, why is the landlord trying to evict you? Yes. Why? Um, What's the reason, if you want to say? which has since been – Fixed by me. Uh huh. Nuisance slash clutter. Okay, and it's you've you've taken care of the clutter. Already taken care of. You've decluttered. Um, that's right. Decluttered by me. Okay. Well, then I would say it's important for you to take photographs of your apartment mm-hmm. and um, right. you know, bring them to court. You know, I would go around and. Take photographs. And what, here's a tip. What you should do is go the day you take the photographs. You have to be there when a week and a half from now or something. That's right. Okay. So the day you take the pictures, go out and buy the newspaper from that day. Right. Because this way you can show that you're holding up that day's newspaper in these pictures. So they know that it's not like you uh, doctored the uh, doctored the date on your camera or something like that. You know? Right. And, uh, Here, and I would say, the, and bring all those pictures to court to show. Right. Here's the thing. Uh, right. All of, that, uh, all of that's already been done. It's a real long, complicated story. Um, but um, uh, what I wanted to ask you was, um, wasn't able to get a stipulation in all the previous court appearances under this same holdover's docket number. So I'm proceeding with trial because I want to. I've gotten, I'm just a little too annoyed. Um, there's harassment as part of my counterclaim. I know the mayor initiated some kind of harassment thing late 2015. Has that facilitated, made it any easier, improved the climate in housing court with respect to tenants who claim harassment on the part of the landlord? Because recent history says, don't waste your time. Well, I guess, but my question is really, I mean, was there an issue with clutter? Yes, there was. Okay. So, you know, obviously there might have been a legitimate issue that the landlord had. Was there an issue with water leaks? No. Okay. Did you, I thought you said something about water. It was just. Oh uh, no, I did not. Okay. The point sorry. is, though, irrespective yes, of the clutter. Yeah. Before, 
during and after the clutter was fixed, there's harassment going on, and that's part of my counterclaim on this holdover. Right. Well, and I, I mean, just, to know, look, the mayor had some press conference I saw right. on you know TV November or December involving um, to make it easier for tenants to complain in court about you can raise that you can raise that in court, and Judge Went, as I said, you know, fair and knowledgeable, but you know, you have to make out the case, and you know, it's not easy. I think the, the your main goal of the day should be to make sure that you know there's no agreement of you to move and there's no eviction warrant right issued and that's why the, it's um, really important to put together your proof focus on saving the apartment you can raise your harassment issues but focus on you know proving that the that any issues that the landlord had with you no longer exist uh, that's that I'm expecting no problem let me well let me just never that. never be that overconfident make sure you have everything to prove that let me ask. Let me ask you this: the, the landlord took photos um, about six weeks ago, which is after I got rid of the clutter. Okay. Of what was lots of things on top of my refrigerator, a dirty stove top, meaning hard grease or whatever, and a file cabinet which has lots of things on top of it, and he's claiming that is still a nuisance. And I say, no way, it's not on the floor, it's not clutter. I refuse to clean those things. Well, I would... What, okay, how, okay, okay how let, me give you, let, me give you some, let me give you some advice. Uh, number one, I would get that stove cleaned, okay? Because the landlord could say that grease condition of the stove could be a fire hazard. It's just a little bit grease. The rest is, you know, dirt. I, I, don't, I don't care if you have... You know, let, me, let, me put, let me give you explain something to you here. You're going into court against a landlord who is like hell bent on getting rid of you. Uh, and, I'm not sure of that, but maybe well, you're not sure. Of the Why is he spending all this money taking you to court? So, well, let me just let me just say he, he would have liked to have. He, I could tell based on the most recent court visit, and that would be the most relevant for what I'm about to say. Is that his the landlord's attorney wanted to wanted to settle with this with a stipulation then, but I. I chose not to. And what was the terms of the stipulation they offered? Well, we never really got that far. But right. Okay, but let me give um, you some. Okay, the, I'm gonna, the, let me the, give you some the advice. The landlord okay? wants the landlord sir, wants sir. frequent periodic, you know, you know, visits, visits on. Right, a, of course he a, does. Yeah, but let me give you some under advice. a probation period. And, I, and of I course don't. he does. Right. Well, and then if you don't, then you should be going in with a, pictures of a sparkling clean stove. And when you say things are piled on top of the filing cabinet. Is it piled all the way up to the ceiling, or I mean, absolutely not? With no, we're talking like four inches. Okay, well Ridiculous. then, if it's if it's really four inches, then I wouldn't worry about it. But right. make sure the stove, get that stove cleaned. If you can't do it, and you got to get a friend to do it. You got to hire somebody. Get that stove cleaned so you can walk in with pictures of a sparkly clean stove. What about the refrigerator top with the with, with a few inches of stuff on top of it? Well, what kind of stuff are we, are we talking about? Um, with a couple of books. Yeah, Maybe I mean, some empty plastic bags. Look, I got a few things. I got various, stuff on top. Everyone's various. got stuff. Everyone's got stuff on top of their fridge. I wouldn't. But that's what I. As say. long as it's not like five feet, you know. If you're talking about like you have Hell a few no. things, okay. Hell no. Then have your you take your pictures, but make sure everything is clean, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you. I want to give. I want to give you advice so you are in the best position, and also you're in the best position for Judge Went to be able to do right by you, okay? Don't mm-hmm. don't let there be any gray area where you know. It's going to be hard, harder on uh, on you, or harder for him to try to do what's right. Mm-hmm. And do I? Do you think I'm going to have to agree to once a month 
probationary visits to see that I'm you don't maintaining have to, a quarter-flea apartment? You don't have to agree to anything if you go to trial. However, if there's a deal to be cut, then you know maybe there's a deal to be cut. Should it be every month? No. Is there another reasonable period of time where maybe in six months they get to come do an inspection and then maybe one more in six months and then you're done You know, with the probation? That's for you to figure out what you're comfortable with. I'm not making. I'm not saying that's what you should agree to, but you know you should obviously think of you know if you know if you can work out a settlement that you can live with, then think about that. All right, but remember, I'm scheduled for trial in my next court date. I know. Well, Judge Went, you know, and that's okay with me. Oh, well, it could be okay with you, but you know, you may be rolling the dice there. You should think about it, and you should think about you know see. What Judge Went may make some recommendations, and you should you should you should listen to what he has to say. But at the same time, make sure you appear in court with everything, all your eyes dotted and your t's crossed, and everything sparkly yeah, clean. Okay, absolutely. All right, good luck. Thank you. All right, bye bye. And those are really hard, tricky cases. I spend all these people phoning in, but I spent all this time talking with this gentleman because. Yeah, I didn't even have to ask. It's clear he doesn't have a lawyer. So, uh, you know, I want to make sure that he is up and running and really on top of everything he has. Let's see if we can squeeze in one last call. Hello, you're on Housing Notebook. You're on the air. Yeah, hello. Hi, how are you? I have like a minute or so. What's up? Okay, yeah, I had called last week about my apartment. Okay, well, I have good news. They fixed everything in my apartment. My bathroom ceiling is not leaking anymore, so... They had to break the wall, and they found that the, the leak was coming from someone's toilet that they didn't put put it right. So they fixed the person's toilet upstairs, and so now I'm not have no more leaks. Everything's good. All right. Yeah, everything's good. It's good to hear a victory. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. 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 That is the perfect way to end <laughs> on a high note. So uh, hopefully in a few weeks, that other gentleman will call back and tell us that he appeared in front of the judge went and he still was able to keep his apartment. If you need help with a housing problem, give Matt Council the call, 212-979-0611. That's 212-979-0611, Monday, Wednesday, 1.30 to 8 p.m., Friday, 1.30 to 5 p.m. Remember, citizenactionny.org, one word, citizenactionny.org. Go there. Click on the links about the Fight for 15 to raise the minimum wage. The other website's RaiseTheWageNY.org, RaiseTheWageNY.org. Contact your legislators. Contact the governor. $15 for all New Yorkers at the same time. This is Housing Notebook. Next week is a special. We won't be here. We'll be back in two. Take care and stay tuned for, uh, I believe it's Asia and Pacific Forum coming up this week. Stay tuned. This land 
your bearing ground I wonder why they fighting Over this land God made this world Everything is in Men against men Fighting over this land, this land is no one land, no, yeah. God made this world Everybody equal But they fighting Both day and night They're killing each other Over this land Just the bearing ground mm-hmm. I don't know why The people Getting out of hand mm-hmm. This land No one land